My name is Robert Roundtree and I'm the host of the Marijuana Solution and I want to tell each and every one of you how you can help free the plant in Florida and that's by signing the petition for Regulate Florida. If you're a registered voter in the state of Florida, go to regulateflorida.com and download the petition. Sign it, send it into the address on the back to Sensible Florida, or you can bring it into any True Leave around the state of Florida. True Leave is a huge supporter of Regulate Florida, just like the Marijuana Solution and Sunshine Cannabis. And I want to let everyone know that right now, Sunshine Cannabis has committed to donating a portion of all proceeds from their Sunshine Kush True Pod, the Sunshine Gold True Stick merchandise, a percentage of all proceeds to the Regulate Florida campaign to free the plant. The Marijuana Solution is brought to you by Sunshine Cannabis, True Leave, MJ Buddy, and We Are Rare. We're Florida's first licensed medical cannabis dispensary with locations all throughout Florida, and we deliver all throughout Florida next day. We have the largest selection of products within the allowable delivery methods. Truly products are hand-grown in an environment that keeps it as natural as possible at every turn. We don't use pesticides and we lab test our products and those lab tests are published on our website. So you can be confident at the medication that you're putting into your body. Our favorite products are our vaporization lines, our True Pod, our True Clear is a patient favorite, and we also just recently launched True Flower for patients that want the full entourage effect. At Truly, we're really proud to offer the largest variety to patients, and we're really excited about the future and all of our patients that are helping us expand and grow and make our products even better. Visit our website at www.truelieve.com to find out where all of our dispensaries are located, shop online, learn more about our products, or find a doctor if you haven't gotten started in the medical cannabis process. Hi, it's Chris Sunshine here, the president and founder of Sunshine Cannabis. I'm so excited to tell you all about our brand new Sunshine Kush True Pod, available now statewide at all True Leave locations and online at trueleave.com. You can buy the brand new Sunshine Kush True Pod. It comes in a ratio of eight to one. It's 710 milligrams of THC and 90 milligrams of CBD. The top terpenes are limonene, linalool, myrcene, and caryophylline. The entourage benefits for patients are unmatched and the taste is top shelf Kush with a sunshine fruit sparkle at the end. Don't miss it, it's in stock now. Get to your local True Leave or go online to trueleave.com, buy the brand new 800 milligram pure relief in a pod, sunshine Kush product from Sunshine Cannabis. And remember, sunshine is the best medicine. Hello everyone, you're listening to The Marijuana Solution and I'm your host, Robert Roundtree. And this episode, we have on a very special guest. We have on Commissioner of Agriculture, Nikki Freed. And as many of you listening to the Marijuana Solution know, she is a very big proponent of sensible reform for medical marijuana and getting a hemp program underway. And most recently, some headlines were made from some news reports about a potential crackdown on the CBD industry and some of the shenanigans that we all know has been going on. And I wanted to bring her on to kind of clear the air because I know a lot of people in the industry got really um, kind of panicked this week and, and don't really know what's going on. And we're going to address some of those issues. And I'm so grateful to have you on today. How are you doing today, Commissioner? 
I am doing great. Thanks for having me on. I think this is my third or fourth time on your show. I'm fourth, yes. If not more. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm so grateful and so are all the listeners of the show for um, you know providing this access and transparency. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, because look, we're all in this together, and you know, if I'm going to be able to kind of champion through some of these reforms, some of these changes in our industry, you know, it's important that you know everybody's got to see the table, and we kind of do this together, holding hands. Absolutely, and one of those things that you did is you uh, are creating two advisory boards for medical marijuana and hemp, which I think is great that. Uh, the community will be able to have some form of a, a feedback mechanism. That's awesome. And uh, I was actually really excited and happy to see the news that came out this week about the CBD industry because I know people that have been uh, fired from their job because they were taking what they thought was hemp CBD, but it contained THC in it. Um, I know people that have taken CBD and there's not CBD in it or worse there could be even other things in there and there's just a lot of shenanigans going go on right now and it's kind of unfortunately because there's a ton of great players especially in Florida we have some of the best with Green Roads, uh, Provita and you know like just some really great brands here in Florida but there there's so many bad apples and it's almost like the snake oil, it's becoming the snake oil of the 21st century um, because there's no regulations. And can you kind of explain like what the, the news was about the crackdown, as they said, on CBD? <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I think you're right, Robin. You know, here, here's been my, my concern always from day one is, is the, the citizens of the state of Florida and the patients first. And, you know, I, I think so many people know that my, you know, my mom is going through cancer and undergoing chemotherapy and now she's starting radiation. And, you know, she hears all around, you know, it's great to take CBD products, you know, to help with, with some of the discomfort and some of the after effects and pre effects of, of the chemo. And so her immune system is shot. And the last thing I want her doing is going into some, you know, whether online or, or some, you know, convenience store and buying something that says hemp CBD and there's, and it's not. And then her putting something into her system that is, you know, harmful to her. And, you know, so that's been my concern is making sure that we create a, a framework that people who want to, you know, CBD is, is a phenomenal thing. I mean, you know, I put it on, you know, for muscle relaxation aspects, you know, in the morning as a supplement. It's great. Um, but we got to make sure that the people that are, are buying, they know what they're buying. And unfortunately, with no regulations in place, um, no standards for testing, no standards for labeling, you know, you have no idea what they're buying. And you're absolutely right. There are some great actors out there and they should be commended for, you know, putting all those things into place to you know, to do the testing and to properly label and to make sure that they've got 0.03 or below. But you're right. You know, some people who think they're taking hemp oil and then they, they pop positive, that's the last thing we want either. Um, so, you know, we have been discussing, you know, ways to figure out uh, how to get the bad actors out of the system and how to make sure this all happens. But you know, quite honestly, we, we need a hemp legislation, you know, because right now, um, you know, CBD from hemp is still, you know, yes, there's, you know, you know, there's been changes on the federal level, but what the Farm Bill did was allow each state to create their own programs. 
And so that's why I'm pushing so hard for the hemp legislation to pass this session. So that way that we can put everything into regulations and all the patients and the, and the citizens that are, that are buying CBD know exactly what they're buying. Um, it's no means that wanting to curtail the market. I mean, I, I hear stories every single day how people are taking CBD to get rid of headaches or, or muscle spasms or, you know, all the, the, the great conditions that you know, people are using it for. And so we want to make sure that, that they're doing it in, in the right manner. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because like you said, and, and it's how you describe them patients, sick people are the ones who are seeking out, uh, hemp CBD and medical marijuana and, and this plant and they're taking it to feel better. And we definitely need to make sure because a lot of times these, um, people that are sick, such as in the case of your mother, their immune systems are gone. They don't even have one anymore. And the last thing they need is something that could potentially harm them. For a lot of us out there, um, everyone listening to The Marijuana Solution, people with good immune systems, things like residual solvents, even pesticides and other things, are not going to have an immediate negative impact. Now, if you take them over time, of course, but people with good immune systems, they can ward off a lot of things. People with compromised immune systems, the types of patients and customers that are purchasing the products, uh, whether it be CBD or medical marijuana, a lot of them have very compromised immune systems. And that's what third-party testing is so important for. Now, uh, Commissioner Freed, you mentioned that we needed, uh, obviously, hemp legislation to create a hemp program. Um, I know this is kind of redundant and rhetorical, but can you let the Marijuana Solution listeners know what the current legal status is on hemp and CBD in Florida? Yeah, so I mean, if, if you look at the, the Florida laws, you know, it, it's very clear that any derivative of cannabis is supposed to be sold through MMTCs. Uh, so obviously, you know, that means that they're the only ones who are supposed to be selling any kind of CBD type of products. And which is also why we're moving so hard to get this done, because there are so many people out there that just need the CBD, don't need the THC aspect, and you know can't afford to get to the doctors, can't afford to go to the MMTCs. And so right now, you know, it, it's a gray area for, for some people, you know, and I think that that's why it, it's so important that we get this legislation passed. So that way everybody gets regulated and everybody knows what they're buying. Because the last thing you want to is people to be spending all this money and to have no CBD in it. And so people are trying to, you know, make themselves feel better and then have nothing. Uh, so it's, you know, it goes in reverse. And the same thing with, you know, if you've got a you know, parent who thinks of giving CBD to their child who may have you know, some kind of condition and then they're getting some stuff that is either A, not CBD or B, other, you know, harmful additives in there. So, you know, my, my biggest caution to everybody is, you know, know what you're buying and, you know, ask for, you know, don't do it online. You know, go into a store, ask for the testing results. Um, you know, so we're not just to be clear to everybody who's listening, we have not, nor are we, you know, you know, filing, you know, and giving cease and desist letters. You know, our goal is to make sure that we create a hemp program here in our state to make sure that there's testing standards, growing standards, you know, what you're going to be able to put into the products. And then those who aren't following the rules, yes, we're going to come in and say, you're not following the laws. Here is a great, you know, here's a great list of people who have been approved by the state or that are great products. Carry those on yourselves. You know, all this other stuff, 
you know, it's the point is not to shut down your mom and pop and small businesses and to the people out there who are utilizing CBD. But we want to make sure it's done in a safe manner and that people aren't frauded or worse, you know, put themselves in, in safety manners. A hundred percent. I couldn't agree with you more. And I appreciate the clarification for everyone listening. Educate, empower, and engage in the evolution of the cannabis industry. Join thousands of industry professionals on August 3rd and 4th in Miami, Florida for the return of the U.S. Cannabis Conference and Expo. Register for an early bird discount now at usccexpo.com. That's usccexpo.com. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the board, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him, Pink, that's the point. Download and play while you life yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crap, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads and get premier brand exposure. This is your opportunity. NCIA's Cannabis Caucus are coming this month to San Francisco, Los Angeles, Denver, Lansing, Michigan, and Philadelphia. Register today using promo code CANNABISRADIO20 to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. You know, I was just doing some research online the other day and looking up some of the different head shops and smoke shops and dab bars and CBD lounges and vape shops around the state. And some of them actually have COAs on their website, which is really good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I did notice on some, though, that the COAs clearly show that they have well in excess of 0.3% THC. Uh, to everyone listening out there, the THCA counts, folks. That's predominantly what's in the flower, not Delta 9. So when you're looking at the COA, you're going to see Delta 9, Delta 8, and THCA, which is the acid form. And that's what gets decarboxylated and turned into Delta 9 THC when we light it with a flame, which we'll be doing here in Florida really soon. <clears throat> Thank you to the legislature. Listen to the governor. Um, really excited about that, but I just wanted to make sure everyone knew that. Uh, and if you're taking CBD oil that even has under the 0.3%, uh, it, it could still come up on your, your analysis with your employer. So keep that in mind. And it may just be a good idea if you are taking the products, if, if you're unsure, uh, you could go to like Walgreens or CVS and they have the at-home drug kits and you can see if you are coming back positive. Um, and, and things like that are what really frustrate me, Commissioner, and why I'm glad there is going to be some rules and regulations. Can you kind of um, let, give us the marijuana solution um, an overview of how that process works. Let's assume this session a bill gets passed, a hemp bill gets passed. Yeah, uh, so hopefully a bill gets passed. 
you know, which makes it very clear uh, that the Department of Agriculture creates rules and regulations for hemp. Um, and that's for both the human and animal consumption, but also for the industrial side of things. As we all know, that I mean, this is like a, a wonder plant. There's 25 to 35,000 different kinds of usages for, for hemp. Uh, and it really is going to be such an incredible marketplace and economic development, less you know, impact on the environment. We can replace plastic. We can replace styrofoam. So once the legislature, you know, basically, like I said, make it very clear that, you know, hemp is no longer subject to uh, the medical marijuana codes and, and rules, nor onto the criminal aspect of it, then I can kind of come in and create a, a very open marketplace. I want anybody who wants to participate and, and do it the right way to have an opportunity. That's everything from, you know, the growers to uh, the manufacturers, the processors, the distributors, to transportation. I mean, the, the you know, the the opportunities are going to be endless. Um, I just need to get my hands on it uh, so that I can create a very open marketplace um, and, and let everybody start growing and start processing this. And it really is also another opportunity for a lot of our local farmers and our, and our small you know, farmers that have not been able to be involved in the medical marijuana program are to get, get involved, boots on the ground, and be some of the first foundations of, of the hemp program here in our state and give opportunities for those who have been suffering from you know, things that are happening in D.C., uh, all the different issues with Mexico dumping all of their crops and all of their produce into our state, uh, and, and you know all the problems we've been having with the city screening and the cankers from years ago, it really is going to be such an economic boost to our state. And so I'm really you know encouraged that the legislature is going to you know, which is also why I've been saying we don't need too much in the legislation. Just like we saw medical marijuana bill, it was you know 20, 30 pages long with all these overregulations, and you know, and, and so I wanted to have, you know very much you know lobbied for as little as possible and. In the actual bill itself, so that way that we can workshop it, we can make sure that all the advisors who that we're putting onto our advisory committee that are coming from the farming community to the activist community to people who've grown hemp in other states, I really have an opportunity to kind of mold this program, and we can do workshopping and open forums so that way we get it right the first time and don't have to go back to the legislature. Awesome. So uh, that was going to be one of my next questions: is when the hemp program comes around in Florida, a lot of people want to know, will it be similar to the medical marijuana uh, industry where only, you know, really, really wealthy families uh, were able to get a license? It sounds like you're going to be uh, empowering the small farmer. Absolutely. I have said that if anybody comes in and plays with this legislation to try to create a monopoly or limited marketplace, I will go nuts. And uh, that is not how I envision this program. This program is going to be an open marketplace, kind of like any other commodity uh, that's grown across the country. Uh, this really is going to be such an opportunity for some, um, you know, not only those who can get involved in the marijuana world, but also those in the farming community and the agriculture communities uh, to really get involved in, in this, you know, <laughs> this plant that was, you know, grown here as part of the foundation of, of our country. Uh, this really is just going to be such an opportunity to get back to our foundation absolutely it came over here with the citrus folks yes it did yep and so the legislature just want to make sure i can condense it for everyone the legislature passes a bill it goes to your department uh which has the newly appointed director of cannabis and together with um, all of the advisors and staff will create a program put it into place and then at that point people that aren't following the rules are going to be 
get in the letters that that that's correct okay you know once we can create a program in place there you go folks <laughs> once we can create a program in place with standards and regulations and then you know we're going to put that because the last thing we want to do like i said i know that there's so many people out there that are benefiting from hemp cbd so many out there and the last thing we want to do is, is take away you know their relief and and this option and alternative to opiates and other pharmaceutical drugs you know, this is an opportunity for us to get ahead of big pharma, you know, and say, look, we, we got this pharma, stay out of our way. Um, and then also, and there are good actors, and, but we want to make sure that we kind of bring everybody together and then we have an opportunity to take out those bad actors, this, you know, the, the actors that are bringing stuff in from China, the things that are being spiced out in Colorado, you know, the, the products that have no, t- no CBD whatsoever in it or has, you know, THC when somebody's not intending to smoke, you know, have THC in their system. This is an opportunity for us to get it right uh, and to make sure that that we um, have an alternative to all the pharmaceutical drugs that are out there. A hundred percent. And this is going to be great for our farmers in Florida. Uh, like you were saying, we've had all kinds of issues, the, the greening, the canker, the, I don't know all of them as intimately as you do, but our agricultural community has been fairly well devastated in the recent decades in Florida. Would you say that's uh, accurate? Yeah, you know, what's happened is, you know, we keep getting, you know, one, we had the, the citrus canker from years ago from the 90s and 2000s, and then we had the greening impact, and then, you know, the NAFTA continues to hurt our farming community. And so this is an opportunity uh, to really, you know, reinvigorate. And then we have every time that we feel like we turned a corner, you know, we have a hurricane. You know, first it was Irma, and then now it's Michael that's devastated our timber industry in the Panhandle uh, that so many people across the state have has forgotten. You know, I was just driving through the Panhandle this morning, and it's it's going to take decades for that area to to grow back. Uh, for the timber to get off the land and get pulled off and then people to reforest. Uh, So hemp could be an option for some of these, you know, people out in the panhandle who are suffering, Uh, don't have crop insurance or be self-insured. These are people's life savings that are literally on the ground. And hemp could be an alternative to them if they so choose to go in that direction. Yeah. And hemp, you can, you know, you can plant over and over and over again. And I saw a um, educational article the other day that, was comparing how much better the hemp plant is for planting than the uh, tree. It, it even produces far more oxygen into the atmosphere. So better for us. Yep. What we also need to is that we're going to have a seed certification program as well to make sure that when a local farmer who's you know, buying seeds from, you know, you know, knows exactly are they buying, you know, females or males, making sure they actually buying hemp and not, you know, oregano seeds. Uh, so we're going to do stuff like that. And then we're going to do a lot of how-to videos because hemp is different, you know, for growing purposes. And so if somebody who's been farming for, you know, three generations tomatoes, it's going to be a different crop. And so we want to make sure that somebody who wants to be putting their new life savings in, into hemp knows exactly what they're doing too. The last thing we want is everybody to jump the gun and get, you know, seeds that aren't really hemp or, um, you know, don't have the actual knowledge of how to grow hemp and then completely ruin their entire life savings. So, so we're going to do a lot of those educational videos and make sure everybody knows exactly what's going on and, and that they have an opportunity like everybody else to, to be prosperous on these. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the certified seed program, that's, that's really great news because you could definitely uh, get something that you don't want and when there's that legal definition on the cultivars 
from hemp to where it becomes, you know, the um, the drug cannabis is how the kind of government has separated the two. It, that could be a big deal if you pl- you plant a whole field of stuff with THC in it. Right, right. You have you have a hundred acres, and you think that you put in, you know, money to for, for hemp seeds, and then you end up, or your soil is intended for you know, for male plants and, and then you find out that your seeds are all female and you can't actually grow it on, on your land. So there's been a lot of those things. So we want to make sure that we're doing this right, which is, you know, what's why we're paying advisory committee. We're, we're gathering information from all across the country and actually all across the world to see what everybody's been doing so that we can get this right. That's great. Cannabis industry professionals want to gain some new leads make genuine business connections, and get premier brand exposure, this is your opportunity. NCIA's new industry socials are coming soon to Portland, Maine, New Jersey, Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Miami. Register today using promo code CANNABISRADIO20 to take 20% off at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. Sponsorship opportunities available. Register today. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches, premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth, cheap skin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Really glad to hear that. It is amazing to think that not too long ago, I was up in the Capitol for a meet and greet at the Department of Agriculture for Florida for <laughs> the Director of Cannabis at 420. I mean, times yeah. are changing, folks. <laughs> times are changing. Everything is not ev- yeah. going to be perfect. It's never, ever going to be perfect. Some things can always be worked on. But look at the big picture, what I just said. Uh, we have a commissioner of agriculture that literally ran on a cannabis platform. We have a director of cannabis in the state, two advisory boards, one for medical marijuana, one for hemp, and a hemp program coming that's going to be inclusive for everybody. This is huge, huge, huge. And we have smokable flour on the horizon in Florida. Things are changing. I know um, there were some out there that uh, we're upset over who got appointed because their person didn't get picked. And you know what? That's what happens. Not everyone is always going to have their person get picked. Um, 
I didn't get selected. I was a little hurt too, but <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> the The right pick for the job was made. That, in my opinion, 100. percent Yeah, I guess what I've been saying too is, you know, we it's not going to be enough that we just can grow the hemp. You know, that Kentucky did that. Kentucky grew hemp and then had no one to sell it to. So farmers were going out of business. So we actually have to create a market and, and create an industry here. And, and Holly is by far the best person who knows the business community, uh, knows how the, the hemp industry should look. Uh, and it's really somebody who, I mean, since just the time that she's come into the office, um, she has just done such a phenomenal job. And, you know, our, our industry, uh, you know, uh, it, it could be tough. You know, she comes to, you know, bear a lot of, you know, people yelling at her. A lot of very loud voices, which is awesome. That's how, you know, advocacy works. Um, she has, you know, gone up every morning uh, wanting to, you know, to do what's best for the state of Florida. And, and you all need to trust me. I'm, 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 we're going to be on the right side of history. We're going to get this done. We're going to get this done right. Absolutely. And, folks, Director Holly Bell is as sharp as they get. I've spoke with her for a little bit of time now, uh, podcast that I did with her and just um, at the meet and greet and the legislative panel. And she really does know what the heck she's talking about and is going to help greatly. I'm tired of getting my bank account shut down for educating. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. I got mine shut down because I ha they found out that I have a blog. It was ridiculous. But that's... That's okay. Things are changing. Uh, is there anything else that uh, you would like to leave the Marijuana Solution listeners with um, on this subject? Uh, maybe how they could help get the hemp legislation passed? Yeah, a couple of things. You know, first of all, yes, call your local legislators. Say how important it is to support the hemp, leg hemp legislation. So that's one. Uh, two, for consumers out there, you know, we've talked about on this episode, you know, all the fraud that's happening and, and people not getting what they thought they bought. If you have somebody that you, you know, if you've bought something that isn't what you, you think it is, um, one, come in, you know, let us know about it so that we can do some investigation cause, and let us know those bad actors because those are the people that we're going to be going after. It's the people that are, are spicing it or putting no CBD in it or putting THC in it. You know, those are the bad actors, you know, once we put the program in place that we're going to be going after. And then three, I just want to let you all know kind of some just really quick updates. You know, since being in office, you know, I've had some convers lots of conversations um, dealing with banking and insurance and really trying to push the banking industry and a new um, director of financial regulations, uh, Robert Rubin, uh, to make sure that if we have a state chartered bank, that we're boosting those regulations so that they, so the state charter banks can come to our state. I had a conversation with our insurance commissioner last week, having the same conversations about insurance, but he needs to start pushing our health insurance providers to start covering these costs. So these are conversations that we are having every single day up in Tallahassee and know that we are fighting for you and fighting to make sure that this industry becomes normalized and just like any other you know, industry in the, in the country is legal, but now let's make all the moving parts go with it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Commissioner. I really appreciate your time today, and so do all the Marijuana Solution listeners. I will make sure to have some links down in the description if y'all check it out. Then you can see uh, the bills that are up right now for hemp and contact your elected officials. We really, really appreciate your time, Commissioner Freed. Thank you so much. 
Absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for, for listening and, uh, you know, being on the right side and keeping up the good fight. Absolutely. Bye-bye. Aware, aware of the Star Wars solution.